Two Guys, One Shaker Cup Podcast, hosted by Joshua Shaw and Ryan Buckeye. What's up, everybody? Welcome back inside Two Guys, One Shaker Cup Podcast. Ryan Buckeye here, Joshua Shaw there on the screen if you're watching via YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, thank you so much for tuning in and checking us out. Hey, we, uh, we talk about a lot of things in this podcast, and today we talk about a subject that... Um, for me, is actually close to me, and people are probably watching YouTube and going to say, God damn it, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, I can explain my personal stance on this here in a little bit, but should steroids in this country or even anywhere, should we legalize them? And I think it's a, a, a valid question because I will say this. I am on steroids. I've been totally um, transparent on this. I'm on TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. I have a medical doctor that said, Ryan, you have the test levels of a 14-year-old female. We need to make sure that you don't have that issue anymore. My testosterone levels were at 90. That's dangerously low. My life was miserable. I hated it. Okay, so in my case, like, it's not illegal. I'm taking it legally. I get I have a prescription, all that good stuff. But for the vast majority of people that take it, they're taking it illegally as of today. So I think this is a, an awesome conversation for us to have because we're both in the, this fitness world where, listen, we're not going to shy away from the topic. Steroids are used a lot a lot by people, uh, if male and female. Let's not just say males. Females take them just as much, especially female competitors in the NPC. They are on some sort or version of a steroid. If you're a top-tier female athlete, you probably are taking something that's not potentially illegal. Uh, and then, you know, as we talk steroids, we can then talk about professional sports. That's a whole different thing and, uh, and how those have changed the way people play sports. So, Josh... Shaw, you've been you've been around forever. I mean, I, I joked off air that you started in this industry, and you guys were you guys were creating steroids. Damn it, you were creating these. <laughs> you guys were creating supplements. You were creating creatine, and, and people thought they were steroids. But obviously, creatine is not a steroid, and something like Tren or testosterone is a steroid. So, where do, where do you sit on this, bud? Yeah, like I said, I mean, I I've been in the industry since I think like two thousand and six, uh, kind of jumped a little bit in and out, but that was kind of the early, early days. Um, but even then it was still, um, you know, obviously steroids were illegal. Um, even I think pro hormones were added. Um, and I've always been, I think this is partly because of, of my political views. Um, I believe that, um, just any person that is able-minded and, and kind of, um, you know, has their liberties in the United States should be able to consume what they wish for their own consumption as long as it's not hurting anybody else mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. So I tend to, to side with just having it legal based around that. I, I have no problem. I, I also don't really judge people what they do personally. Uh, again, that maybe goes back to political uh, right. views, but it's the idea that Whatever you do in your own home, as long as it's not affecting me, uh, I go at it. If, yeah. if you think um, you need it for sport, you need it for um, just health, you need it for just confidence, I, I don't really care. It, you know, whatever it is, um, if that, that's your own personal choice, as long as you can make that choice without having some, um, you know, somebody swaying it or, or something that's coercing that, or for, you know, whatever. I'm okay with it. I'm all about it. Um, I definitely not the most educated on um, all the intricacies around, especially anabolics. Um, I can tell you about testosterone, but outside of that, if you start getting all the other names right. about different things and you know this combination and that and what I, 
I, I've never really gotten into that side of the industry. Um, I'm also not really a science guy at all. So like, you know, the formulations and everything on our industry um, is like a different language to me. So I, I only know enough uh, to be dangerous outside of that. I let the uh, smart guys discuss uh, the science. But I think overall for me, I just always go back to it should be legal, and especially with anabolics, uh, you don't necessarily, like there's not anything that really like, causes harm to the rest of society. And I know, you know, some crazy people are going to say, well, what about roid rage? Yeah. It's like, come on, that it's it, a it only amplifies, it only amplifies what's already around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're an angry person, you take something that's going to elevate your testosterone level. Maybe you're a little bit more angry, but it's yeah. not like these stories, this propaganda you hear from, uh, you know, from different sides of the, of the board. It's like, I, that's one thing that like, quite honestly, to me, anabolics is like, it doesn't, it doesn't do it. It's not doing anything to hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. really. I mean, that's maybe I'm uneducated. Maybe you're going to, you're going to maybe have a point or two, but I think that for me, you know, if you want to gain some more muscle or you want to, uh, you know, get a bigger bench because it makes you feel more confident to uh, have at it, do right. it. I don't care. Yeah. My, my point of view on this is very similar to yours in terms of like that libertarian point of view. Like you should be able to consume what you want if you're in good mind. Now I will say, should anabolic steroids be legal? Yes, but, and I say that because I think that there are some things by taking steroids that there are um, other things that can happen to you that if you don't take care of them. For instance, if you're taking steroids, you're going to have elevated blood pressure. You're going to need to take something for your heart and your cardiovascular system. You're going to want to take care, if you're taking testosterone, you're going to want to take like an AI or an aromatose inhibitor, which is going to lower your estrogen because if you have estradiol through the roof, that can lead to more severe things too. So, I, I, but at the same time, like in this country, you know it's legal? Drinking and smoking, and more people are killed from lung cancer and from drunken driving, which is now lung cancer is not really hurting anybody else, but the secondhand smoking is, right? So, like, that's actually hurting people. And we've done a good job in this country of trying to like eliminate that, but drinking and driving is actually hurting people. So, if I take a syringe, stick it in my ass, you know, once or twice a week, who is that hurting, right? And back to your point on roid rage, like, it's a complete myth. Like, there's studies out there that say, like, does it increase? Um, like aggression levels, sure, a little bit because your test levels are up, but it doesn't increase like the willingness or want to fight and harm somebody. So there's, there's, not, there's not a connection between the two. Um, and typically the stories that you hear of people who go on this roid rage terror are mixing steroids with cocaine or methamphetamines or something that else. And to your point, it just amplifies the environment around you. So um, I believe that if, you, if steroids were legal, I would like them to be purchased through like a store of some sort, not buying it from Jim Smith on the street corner who cooked it in his kitchen because that's a completely different – Like, but that's also saying, well, then do you believe meth should be legal because that's being cooked in, in campers across the world uh, according to Breaking Bad anyway. Um, so it's just – I mean I understand like testosterone. If it's not filtered correctly, you could inject some metals into your body and it could be very bad for you. So – if you go to, say, uh, a compound pharmacy where you don't need a written prescription and you can buy a vial of test every 10 weeks because that's what the dosage protocol should be or maybe every seven weeks and you follow that guy, kind of like Sudafed, right? You can buy Sudafed, but you have to show your ID now. And if you buy too much Sudafed, they'll cut you off. Very similar to that, I think it should be because you don't want – sure, people should be able to take what they want, but a lot of people are sometimes uneducated. So they, you want to make sure that you try to guide them the correct way to use something, no different than like Oxycontin. And you know, obviously, there's a whole different story there, but – you can get X amount of refills in this time frame because that's what we deem safe. So I think we, if we still could do a good job of saying, like, we deem this safe, it shouldn't be an issue. I mean, people should be educated, like, where do you inject and all this stuff? I mean, there's a lot of 
things that could happen there. But outside of that, like you're not hurting anybody. If you want to prevent muscle wasting and you want to put on some size, instead of taking some of this over-the-counter shit that's actually more harmful for you than actual anabolic steroids, you give somebody a means to do that. Don't even get me started on sports, dude. You remember Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire? Yeah. How much fun was that? It was the oh, best time in great. baseball. Yeah. I, I, it's funny because I was thinking about that as well. You know, like this um, just hatred of drugs or fear of drugs. I don't know what it is. If it's, it, it's a lot comes down to like propaganda. And it's funny because both of the past um, generations, uh, be it, you know, Gen X or now uh, millennials, and I'm sure that Generation Z is going to have their own moment. But like you think back to like the 80s and the Reagans of this, like the war on drugs and them really taking that as like a stance that really, um, you know, affected like Gen Xers of mm-hmm. like drugs are bad. We don't need to be doing drugs because that was kind of before or that was right after kind of the Woodstock, the 70s, the 60s, all that kind of enjoying of it, where now all of a sudden everything turned to be such a negative thing where like all the propaganda was like, we need to stop this. We need to stop the inflow of drugs and and whatever was going on. Um, And then, you know, then you had in the early 2000s, the millennials, we got it through sports. We got the propaganda through sports where all of a sudden uh, Balco came around Mm -hmm. and, you know, the testing of all this stuff with Patrick Arnold and, and all this stuff that they were doing, they all of a sudden told us kids that if you take steroids or whatever, you're cheaters and you're wrong and you're whatever. And then, you know, we're impressionable and we're like, well, we can't do this. That's bad. Why would mm-hmm. we do this? You know, whatever. So it hit us in a different way. And I'm sure that in the next decade or so, there's going to be that moment that's going to happen as well with Gen Z. Now, it seems like it's swaying the total opposite. Yeah. Now, you know, Gen X and, and millennials have kind of wrapped their head around all this propaganda and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Is this as bad as we think it is? Like, have we uh, criminalized this stuff to such a level that is just causing us more hurt and waste of money and whatever it is? Is it is it counter doing all these things with police forces or whatever? And now let's go the opposite direction. Let's legalize a bunch of this stuff, you know? And I think that maybe it, it changes us back to this 60s, 70s generation of, just having all this available in it's more thought of in a positive uh, way. So, you know, there's a lot of with the medical uh, marijuana, also recreational marijuana that's happening. You're also seeing the decriminalization of uh, mushrooms in Denver and then in Oakland. I'm not sure if anybody else has passed it recently, um, but you're starting to see society kind of change their mind and say, okay, let's, let's relook at this. Um, you know, people that tried to brainwash us 20, 30, 40 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, might not have had the best intentions here, or maybe they did, but it swayed a little bit too far and let's relook at this. So for me, I, I just find this kind of interesting and because we kind of were in the middle of it. And now as an adult, I've completely kind of changed my mind. But when I was during those Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire days of them banging home runs, um, I initially was kind of like, dang, like I can't be doing this kind of stuff. Like I can't, I can't cheat myself. I can't be doing, you know, why would I want to be that kind of person? I right. want to be, you know what? And I, we're kind of in that in between generation. So I think it's, it's interesting. I don't know if your mind flipped because you, you play baseball as well. Like when mm-hmm. you were watching that, it was fun to watch, but after you learned about it, like how was your, what did you think about it? I didn't I mean, care. What was your thoughts about like Sammy Sosa and all that? Yeah, I think I was more offended by the cork bat than the steroids. I mean, I didn't care, you know, like <laughs> the steroid thing didn't bother me. Uh, I mean, I grew up watching pro wrestling. I realized that they were in there and like my favorite wrestlers were like Hulk Hogan, 
can't tell me he just said his prayers and ate his vitamins, brother. He did something. So, and, and uh, you know, the thing that never bothered me, people would say, well, if you take steroids, your wiener is going to shrink, right? Like that was always the thing to tell the kids, like your wiener is going to shrink if you take steroids. Listen, it doesn't, it doesn't, that's not true. All right. I'll say that right now. It's not true. Um, but it just never bothered me. And I don't know if it's because maybe my brothers around me were in the recreational drugs. I was kind of used to it. I mean, I chose to stay away from those. Like I didn't, I didn't want to do any like marijuana, cocaine, that type of stuff was never my thing. I have then, um, you know, I always thought that kind of stuff was worse than steroids. So taking a look at those types of drugs now as an adult, I've totally flipped. I mean, I'm, I'm all for legalization of marijuana. Will I choose to do it? No, but I don't need to, but it's, you know, once you start testing these theories and you find out, Hey, you actually can make some good money off of this. It can help build schools in Colorado and provide a really good economy. Why not? I mean, it's no different than drinking and you go to Mexico, you can buy anabolic steroids at the counter. In Mexico. Now, yeah. uh, they, have, they probably have plenty of data down in Mexico. I'm not sure how good it is, but they probably have data in Mexico that says, like, here are things that users of AES or anabolic exogenous steroids did, and we think it's because of them. I bet you I – think, I think I've read somewhere. Like, it's like number 498 or something on a list of, like, causes. It's way down there. It's way below everything else. So in this case, that's why I say, like, listen, I mean, some of the stuff that's on the market that we deem legal – I mean, is is more harmful for your liver and, and your system anyway. I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy how we. I mean, we can go and we've talked to us on a recent episode of this podcast. You can stop at the Golden Arches, man, and get two Big Macs. That's killing you more than any AES is going to kill you. You know, like yeah. and that and not saying it's going to harm other people, but if we're if we're trying to prevent self harm in any way, well, then close down McDonald's. You know, stop stop allowing them to serve all this stuff versus something that can actually benefit somebody's health. Because if you take steroids. And you do it the correct way, you could actually enhance your way of life and actually be healthier because of it. Now, you have to be smart about it. You can't just abuse it. But at the end of the day, if their concern is, well, people might abuse steroids, people abuse alcohol every goddamn day, every day. I mean, they're drinking a bottle of vodka a day, and we don't put a limit on that. I mean, yeah, you got to be 21. Okay, then make, it, make us be 21 to buy steroids. Who cares? Um, you don't have to make every say every variation of a steroid legal, like trends a little hardcore. I don't necessarily know if trend needs to be legal. I mean, if I don't care if it is, but I can understand if you say like, we'll make testosterone and uh, DECA and things like these legal. Okay. That's to me, that's fine. I can understand like maybe waiting a little bit on the harsher side of ones or the ones that are a little bit more extreme, but uh, also the people who want to take these are also, I think, educated enough to take them too, right? If you're going to stick a needle in your body that has a liquid substance, you're probably going to want to know what you're doing. Because you don't want to harm yourself. I don't think anybody intentionally wants to harm themselves by doing stuff. So you're probably going to do your research saying, okay, I need to take 200 uh, megs of test a week, Should blah, 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 blah. And they, they'll be more educated on it. And that's why, like, people who smoke marijuana, they know they're not supposed to get behind the wheel of a car. Like, they understand, like, they, they don't want to cause harm by doing it because they want to keep it legal. So you have this responsibility to abide by the laws provided under legalization of something. And I think for the most part, people do a good job of it. Yeah, I mean, and I also think like anabolic steroids or anything like it doesn't have this um, instantaneous kind of reaction in your body that you're getting like a high or you're getting some element of something like if you were to inject um, heroin or something you're saying about like responsible people, like people are injecting that because they get a feeling that they can't replicate in the world. It's that's the only way to replicate it. So it's they're not they're not trying to be safe. They're, They're trying to get to some feeling where anabolics you're going to have a level of education because somebody's not going to inject something and just get this like euphoric high or, or whatever it is. It's, 
it's something that somebody's going to take the the time and effort into understanding a little bit. It's back to that responsibility effort. I think most people, um, society as a whole, um, are going to treat any substance responsibly. I don't think like if we were to um, you know federally allow marijuana tomorrow, you're not going to just have this like crazy amount of people that just um, go nuts on it, do a bunch of crazy stuff. I mean, I think that's what most people thought Colorado was going to happen. Like crime was going to go up all these different, um, you know, car, car issues and things that were like with wrecks or deaths or whatever. Like right. none of that happened. I think it, the, the opposite happened. I think a yeah. lot of the trends went the opposite direction because now it washed away a lot of the black market. It washed away a lot of the issues that people were trying to get things, um, illegally. So now, the arguments are a little bit kind of scraped away, and now what do you what do you do? I mean, to me, I think that aerobolics is is more similar to like the discussion we're having with marijuana as a society. It's kind of similar because marijuana, to me, and again, I don't. It's not to that point where you you can replicate. It's I don't know. I, I kind of think about it similar to like alcohol or something. Like you can. There's other ways to replicate the feelings you're you're getting like that, and it does take a cumulative amount to get you to that point. It's not like instantaneous. It's not we're not talking about heroin or or something meth or, or something crazy like that. Um, so, to me, it's it's just a matter of kind of like allowing this. I mean, I think we're at this point now where there's so much information that's available now. I think people can understand. Um, it's this is all disseminated information. It's not like we're, you know, people are keeping this behind closed doors. People can make the decision for themselves: is this good for me or not, based around um, the variables that are in their lives, and based around that, and, and the hope that they take that time to think of that. Um, it shouldn't be a problem. We shouldn't be really worried about um, what they're doing inside of their own homes or mm -hmm. or whatever. As long as you know, advocating the the idea of of allowing all this, but also understanding that these things do have a small amount of um, kind of harm or, or things that could go wrong. So not advocating a complete like free market access to it, like saying somebody's making it in their, their garage right. or, their, or their bathroom, but having kind of similar to um, recreational yep. marijuana or, you know, medical marijuana where there's still a body that, that has to verify the, the, um, the, the grow process. Um, are they using different pesticides? You know, what, is actually in this, is actually in this, you know, kind of making sure there's some checks and balances right. just in case um, something does go wrong. It's not, these are a little bit <clears throat> higher class or, or have more effect on the body than say, um, you know, a vitamin, a multivitamin or something like that. Now that could cause some problems as well, but it's, it's to a lower level. So you don't need to, um, you, you need to have a little bit more of a check and balance mm -hmm. on it than just kind of letting it go full bore. I think, too, people need to understand that the consumers for anabolic steroids are actually trying to better their lives, like trying to be healthy. They, they know that they take this. They probably should work out. They probably should eat right because you can't just take steroids, sit on the couch, and expect to get big. That's not how it works. But for the people who are trying to say we should um, legalize meth, I mean, you're not really – that's not really a healthy person making that decision. Now, should they legalize it? Whatever. That's a conversation for the other day, but – the person taking meth is not the same person as taking a steroid because the person taking a steroid is actually trying to become sort of healthier and become more muscular and, or just prevent certain things or even help with fat loss because there are some anabolic steroids that obviously act as a fat burner as well as a muscle builder. So there's a lot of benefits with anabolic steroids that I think um, you know, could go a long way in society. And the problem with it being illegal today is all these steroid putters are coming in from China or Korea and all these countries – 
sneaking through customs, who knows how pure they are. But then, yes, somebody's literally cooking them in their kitchen. I mean, you there's YouTube videos, Josh. You can look up like how to how to take a testosterone powder and turn it into a liquid. It tells you exactly the type of oil to buy, and um, you know it tells you how much you're supposed to cook it for and the filtration process and all this stuff. It's kind of sketch, you know. So I yeah. would like I would be all about let's legalize it. But to your point, very similar to recreational marijuana, have a body like a governing body to making sure like. This stuff is safe. Like, it's still safe. It's not contaminated with metals. Here's the proper dosages. Now we make the decision. But at least then we're not buying a dirty vial of something because nobody wants that. Um, and, and, you know, there could be a very good economy for this type of stuff, too. Because you look at the dietary supplement industry and how much is that worth today? It's massive, yeah. right? A lot of people, when, if you look within the dietary supplement industry at what we'd call the muscle builders, your creatines, your pro-hormones, your natural anabolics, as they like to say. I mean, that's a huge portion that a lot of people spend a lot of money on. So there's a market there for it, for sure. And I think, obviously, a lot of people don't take steroids because they are illegal. They're afraid if they get caught with them, the DEA is going to come and kick them out of the country or put them in jail or something. So, um, you know, that's why a lot of people, too, well, isn't the bodybuilders, the Olympia athletes, why don't they talk openly about it and help educate others? Well, because it's illegal. I mean, you don't want to yeah. talk about doing something illegal in a public platform because then all of a sudden your admission of guilt of doing something you weren't supposed to be doing. So that's why most people don't talk about it. Now, if you legalize it, now these bodybuilders who are educated on it can help educate the others that are looking to better their lives through health and fitness that want to take an AES. And I think we'd be better off as a society who actually takes these, these substances um, because at the end of the day, they get a extremely bad rap from people. And the people who give them a bad rap are the ones who know nothing about them. Yeah, I mean, it could, and also I think with it being, was it like a Schedule Three drug, like with mm. with anabolics? I mean, it's up there with all the the big guys. Um, I think that in some way causes some issues with the um, the way it can be tested, like it, like the availability of it being tested, like universities or or, or um, different things like that. Right. So you're not getting like we're at this point now in society where we we are like trying to understand more about our bodies, we're trying to understand more, you know, this idea of like maybe biohacking or whatever, where uh, people are interested in what they're consuming. They're understand, they want to know how it's reacting in their body. You see people now wearing like blood glucose monitors yeah. constantly. You're seeing them like use their body as like a science project in a way and just kind of get to that level. You, you know, that's kind of a change in everything, but we now want to get more information, but it being on this kind of class of, of drugs, not being able to really be fully used to, you know, kind of manipulate our bodies to see how it reacts, um, kind of hurts us in the long run. I think it's, you know, we uh, could get a lot of benefit from, from a, like just allowing everything to be kind of consumed. Um, I think that's where a lot of this idea coming from, we said like biohacking, but just with Silicon Valley, you know, kind of the the area of innovation where most people think, you know, tech wide, uh, a lot of them, be it uh, programmers or, or be it um, founders or whatever it is, they are experimenting with their bodies on a crazy kind of level. Um, and they're you know, trying to microdose LSD right now because it opens up their mind to certain things. Um, they're obviously doing a lot of things with um, the Adderalls and the Vivances and, and things like that. Um, you're seeing a lot of action with, with marijuana or mushrooms or, or all these different things where people are trying to unlock 
parts of their body, their mind or whatever, and they want to have that ability to do it. And I know that this discussion is probably leaning towards people that are super responsible because um, they are even looking at it like looking at it with like a fresh set of eyes. I mean, anybody mm -hmm. that probably looks at it for performance, not – you know, we've been talking about athletic performance. This is more um, just life professional performance. But there's a whole other spectrum of people that are looking at it in that manner. And also, I think anabolics, in a way, also helps that. I mean, you, you said before, I mean, with low testosterone, I mean, your energy's down, your your focus, your your drive, any, everything goes into this. And as a society, our testosterone levels have been continuously going down um, over the generations. So we're at this point now where, um, you know, be it – the environment, be it whatever we're doing to ourselves, um, is causing a bunch of hurt, and this exogenous testosterone could potentially get us back on the right track. So I don't know. I mean, I just keep going back to this idea of that I would love to see all of this kind of just be legalized and us be able to um, test it and see what it does mm -hmm. and, and, and actually – go forward with it kind of with the idea of like cbd and marijuana a lot of the stuff now finally some of these studies are going to start coming out and we're going to see what is um what is bullshit and what is actually the functionality behind all this based around different synergies or different uh, dosages or whatever um, but we can't get to that point until you legalize it you know what yeah. i mean you, when you finally started to legalize cbd now it's like cool now we can start to study it and we can actually understand what is going to be out there and then right. at that point then it's commercialization of it can we you know can we make money from it can we tax it because of people making profits like a bunch of stuff that then opens up the door to us maybe um, taking it away from the black market where you don't get any benefit and moving it in the front and being able to actually get in front of it. Right. Yeah, if you took a poll of people listening to this out there, I guarantee, I guarantee if you, you said if steroids were legal, would you take them? Most people would. Most people would say yes, they would for sure uh, because their understanding of it, I think their negativity towards it is just that word, legal. I mean, like my wife included, she, she doesn't like them because they're illegal, right? But like she doesn't know the ins and outs of them and how they work and how they – um, operate within our bodies. Now, there are some really cool anabolic steroids out there that are considered steroids that have alternative sort of benefits to it. For instance, we've talked for years about can we develop male birth control? There's one that exists. It's called Trestalone. It's out there. It just happens to be a steroid as well. So, like, you can stop your sperm production as a male, but you're also going to get bigger. And it's also one of the strongest anabolic steroids out there. So, like, there are other applications for these things that exist today in terms of if we're you know, women complain all the time, Josh, well, you take a pill. I gladly legalize it, <laughs> legalize it. I gladly will take it. If I'm going to put on 10 pounds maybe in like three months and I, and I can, don't have to worry about spending money on condoms and all this other kind of stuff, you bet your ass I'll take it, like for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, we're trying here, people, women, we are trying. I guarantee if they, if they legalize it tomorrow, I would buy the entire store out of it because no one likes those rubber things that you have to buy. <laughs> yes, I said that, but I'm just saying like there are other benefits to anabolics that's just you know obviously one is going to be the you know getting larger if you work out and eat correctly but um i just think there's a lot of drugs on that like you mentioned i think it was level three or whatever it is where there's stuff out there that probably can be pretty useful in society but the fact that we can't study them or use them at a university level makes it very difficult to do so for the most part i think people are responsible you know i, I always like to give people the benefit of the doubt you're going to have a bad apple here and there but those, I mean, like I said, you, you, those bad apples are out buying shotguns and pistols and making bad decisions that way, which are actually harming people and peoples and populations. 
anabolics aren't going to do that. So it's just if if you think they're taboo, like, and you're listening to this, you're watching this, and you think that they're bad. Give us a reason why you think they're bad. Give us a reason why you think that they shouldn't be illegal because we'd like to engage in conversation with you about it. And if, as long as it's an educational conversation, if you just say, well, because they're illegal or if you use roid rage or you say, well, look at some of these bodybuilders. Well, the bodybuilders didn't necessarily die because of their steroid use. There was some other stuff going on there as well. We can point to that and look at that. Now, yes, there has been some bodybuilders who have died where their toxicology reports have their testosterone levels way up there. That's unfortunate. But that's that's one case in how many, right? So um, I, I'm I, I say yes, but we, it should be legal because to Josh's point, like I want these to be made correctly, so people are obtaining safe versions of this, not something made in somebody's kitchen or in their basement. But I don't I don't have a, an issue. I've never had an issue with anabolic steroids. I think they should be legal. I think we would learn a lot from them, and I think the ones that have been using it a long time could help educate others, um, and it opens up another economy. And if that helps with tax dollars to build roads or schools or what meatheadsforschools.com. I mean, I'll buy the domain right now, and we'll start selling <laughs> anab- or anabolicsforschools.com, whatever it might be. Like, we'll do it because I, th- I think for the most part, people really do want to better their lives, and, and if this is an opportunity for them to do so, especially us in the fitness world, without harming other people, why the hell not? Yeah, it's like one of those. Uh, one of my favorite sayings is like, "Don't don't throw the baby out with the bathwater." It's like there's a there's a lot of uh, there there are some bad things that can obviously happen, but why also throw out the the very good element of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, because there that's way more important than than the uh, the bad stuff. So it's a matter of um, can we, you know, whatever it is, make make sure that it's ex- you know properly implemented correctly, which opens up a whole other discussion about, uh, you know, can that actually happen or, or how that actually happens. But I think overall, I mean, I would just like people to probably open up their mind a little bit. I definitely came from an area where, um, you know, my parents and everything were very much anti a lot of that, at least as a kid, kind of letting me know about that kind of stuff. And as an adult, after you kind of open up your mind a little bit and um, see what is real and what is not when people throw this kind of propaganda at you, you'll start to uh, realize that a lot of that stuff is, yep. is, not, uh, is not correct. It, you know, it's just a matter of perception is, uh, is not matching reality. And, and when you open up your mind a little bit, you'll see there's a lot of uh, availability to it. So if people, like Ryan said, if people have some differing uh, thoughts and have some very strong opinions on why they believe we're completely uh, wrong in all this. Mm-hmm. Have at it, shoot us it. Uh, we would love to talk about it. Uh, but like you said, don't don't just start throwing some some crazy regurgitated propaganda that right. has no uh, backing behind it. Once you go to a professional sports game and to see your favorite player, whether it be a basketball player, football player, baseball player, and you find out they're not playing that day because they need an off day you're going to be begging that steroids were legal because if they were on them, they'd be in that lineup every single day. You get your money's worth on these expensive tickets that you're buying. Uh, but do us a huge favor. Leave us a review. Subscribe to this podcast, Spotify, iTunes, where you can watch it via YouTube. And we're over at Facebook. Facebook page is a great page to engage with us in conversation, especially uh, I feel like we're probably going to have some good conversation with this episode, people with strong opinions either way. We just ask if you have a strong opinion, provide some context behind it, not just these are shitty. They shouldn't be legal. Like Give us some reason because – I mean, try to change our minds too. Maybe you have a good reason why they shouldn't be. Maybe there's something that we don't know because to Josh's point, we're not, we're not just, we're not juicers. Like we're not, I, I get mine from a doctor. So I'm not out there researching all these different research chemicals. I know of some of them because people ask me about them. And for what I do, I need to at least be like knowledgeable on the surface. 
but I might not know everything. So if you're very intelligent on this subject and you've spent time actually with research on this, hit us up. And uh, we'd love to have that conversation with you. So until next time, maybe, uh, maybe by the next episode, steroids will be legal. If that's the case, I'm starting a steroid shop. And this podcast we can do out of my uh, – my, we'll do the podcast out of the basement and we'll cook in the lab. Yeah, you better, you better get that uh, URL, get that website. That's right. <laughs> All right, I'm Ryan Bucker. That's Josh Shaw. We appreciate you all tuning in. For, until next week, take care. Subscribe to our podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Podcast, and more. Follow us along on our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Two Guys, One Cup, Instagram, and Twitter.